What's up, YouTube? And I, it's what's shaking. Welcome to the cover price comic book shakers of the week for uh October 13th. It's not Friday 13th, but it's still 13th. Damn, it's October 13th. That sounds creepy. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? A little scary. Yeah, I've had a pretty unlucky day, too. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, while you guys are congregating, let's uh, let's get you in the mood since it's Halloween season. You know what I'm saying? Shall we? We shall. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that was a little freaky right there. That was a little. Yeah, Ooh. that freaking, uh, yo, that uh, Exorcist song at the end. Oh, yeah. Man. That's got like Dark Side Jedi like written all over it. I yeah, it's it a price beat. That was As dope. you can tell, we have a uh, five Lords members. So yeah, I dare I say, 
Cinco de Mayo or, or some <laughs> shit like that. You know, <laughs> Dark Star said, "Hey, said what's good to the people." Hey, hey, hey! In a good way. What's going on, everybody? Thursday night, Shakers List. It's a full right. house. Shit. Like yes. game yeah, say was good. Yo, what up, everybody? Thanks again for everybody for showing up. Uh, fun list today. So I uh, bust out some O's on this over list tonight. <laughs> Man, there's some modern books on here too. Some, it's pretty mm-hmm. funny. I, and, uh, I have one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Our man from Amsterdam, Otto, say what's good. What's up, everybody? I put on a Lord hoodie today, rocking a red one. And I said, you know what? I got no work, nothing to do tonight. Let's jump on and do some shaking tonight, guys. Oh, yeah. So good, good to see, see everybody. It's not cold That's enough right. in Las Vegas to wear a hoodie yet. So, yeah. no, it is <laughs> hoodies exactly. up here now. And uh, JB, say what's good. How you doing, everybody? You know what time it is. It's time for that fantastic shakers list. I'm not going to say it's an offer list. It's going to be close, but we're going to need proof of life on most of these books if you have any of them. Plus, yeah. shout out to Ages Comics for this T-shirt. I love that channel. Go check it. them out. Yeah, I still need to get that one that they have. They still have it. That one with the uh, for the. I got it. I don't know about you. I got it. It's nice. Yeah. And get the uh, get the uh, premium, the soft shirt. It's nice. Yes, the yeah. soft ones. Once again, this show is sponsored by our friends over over at CoverPrice.com. For all your price guides, collections, and trends, uh, sign up for a two-week free trial or $6.99 a month. Also, we'll be giving away a six-month free full-blown membership uh, to uh, Lord's subscribers. Go back to uh, the video that was posted on Tuesday and uh, and then uh, watch it and see how you can enter. And we're going to do a drawing on next Tuesday. Uh, we got... Like 70 entries so far, so I uh, may ask for multiple subscriptions, and maybe I'll throw in some comics, too. So, you know, people Ooh. always love free shit, right? You know? People love free stuff. Yeah. This show's also sponsored by friends over at MySlabs.com. If you want to sell your slabs and uh, tired of paying uh, 10 15 20%, join the 1% revolutionness. All right, let's get right to it, boys and girls, as we get to the uh, Shakers list. And uh, first off, we're going to start off with uh, an international book. International. All right. You knew this one was going to be on the list. First up on the list, we've got Amazing Spider-Man issue number 300, the Mexico foil variant. This one just came out in 2022. Now, this week, we're here to talk about Amazing Spider-Man 300 foil exclusive from Mexico. This book was limited to 1,000 copies and has had two recorded sales of $199 each this past week. Now, 500 copies of this book made its way to the recent New York Comic Con where they were sold for 90 bucks a piece, yet are now trending at a high of about 200 bucks. So not a bad flip. I would like to take this time to let people know that there are deals out there on modern foreign comics as I feel there's major potential on certain key covers that have been printed around the world. Now, this book was sold weeks before the New York Comic Con even happened for 40 to 50 bucks a piece from Mexico by El Cuento Mundo and other resellers. Now, if you follow members of the international collector community, you can stay ahead of the curve on these types of international exclusives if you're looking for a deal. Now, it'll be curious to see if this book has true staying power like the Marvel Collectibles Chromium Edition, or was it just a flash-in-the-pan exclusive brought on by New York Comic Con? Now, despite not being a dedicated New York Comic Con exclusive, it's already one of the few books offered by New York Comic Con to be worth significantly more than the initial buy-in. 
Nonetheless, in my opinion, a killer foil cover on an iconic book has brought attention to the growing international comic book market. Interesting. They brought him to New York Comic Con from where? Somebody <laughs> well, they were originally published in Mexico and they were yeah, released. I mean, they were released what what does it say weeks earlier? And yeah. nobody was buying them at 40 or 50 bucks. And someone's like, yeah. hey, you know what? Yeah. Let's throw yeah. these out at New York Comic Con. The most famous like uh, Spider-Man is the Mexican version is that one where um uh Gwen Stacy doesn't die. Gwen Gwen yep. Stacy? Yeah, yeah. Because in Mexico, they were able to they basically they they follow the story up to a certain point, and then they they just did their own storyline, and so that's why that's one of the more sought out sought after um, you know uh, international books. I mean, I have a I have a Turkish variant, I have an Italian variant, I have French variants, um, I even have books from Saudi Arabia. Uh, from a Saudi Arabia con that I'll show you guys later that, Hey, maybe I'll give away. Cause I have like uh, 15 of them. So uh, there you go. I'd, I'd love to hear from the chat. Is anybody in the chat actually collecting foreign books? Or if you're watching this well, on the rewind, does, let's get a comment down below. Yeah, if you've collected foreign books, books comment below. I've got a yeah. foreign book that'll be up for auction this Sunday, Saturday. And there you go. Maybe yeah, I will. A French Batman. What? Yeah. Shout out to my buddy, the big to do when he went to Europe and he was hitting up comic shops and he found like these, uh, like a uh, master of Kung Fu's that were in, uh, uh, in French and then some, some other stuff. And I was like, dude, give it to me. I'm down. I'll buy it. So there you go, man. Uh, amazing Spider-Man issue 300, the Mexico foil variant. Mm. So, uh, we oh, shall hey. see. I have a feeling you're going to see, a, uh, some slab versions of this, not in the, not too near distant future. When Tom McFarland does his <laughs> signing, that's just my hunch. You know what I'm saying? All right, here's a chance to get on the board. That's right, Tim. They're going to get on the board with this. Come on, even Otto's on the board with this one. All right, Batman, Vengeance of the Bane, special number one from 1992. For modern Bat villains, no one came into the Bat world harder than Bane did. In 1992, the entire line of Batman-related conflicts directly dealt with Nightfall, Night Quest, and the Night End storylines. The Nightfall storyline took well over a year leading up to Bane breaking Batman's back leaving him crippled and out as Batman for well over another year until he reclaims the mantle from John Paul, uh, Jean Paul Valley, Azrael, and Batman Shadow of the Bat, Volume 1, Issue 3. Uh, the Bane did what no other villain did and broke the Batman. The story was thoughtful, purposeful, and the planning was felt, making it um, that one moment shocking and left fans wanting more. Despite the presence as the main villain in the Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, the character has struggled to find the stature as a main Batman rogue. Although that doesn't devalue this key, the first appearance in the original in this 1992 special that just hit a massive new high at 5K for a CGC 9.9. Shockingly, there's 13 of them on the CGC census in a 9.9. I'm lucky to have a 9.8 in this book, but this is Was this one of the cardstock covers? I don't get it. It's a thick square bound. Yeah. It's a perfect down, too. Yeah. It's like the killing joke type. type. I do not have this. It's the Dark Knight format. When I started pressing books way back when, I melted this book. Great book. Bane is great, too. On the Harlequin cartoon, Bane is great. 
if you read this book, it automatically will lower the grade because it's just impossible. Because I yeah, mean, you're going to increase that size. You're going to yeah, grab when you turn the pages. Right. Yeah. It's like you know. I mean, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I back in whatever the '80s or '90s, man, I have every issue of that Nightfall, Night Quest, with all those yeah. pions. Oh yeah, you know, Batman broke his back, so. If anybody wants them, shout out to you, Jesus. Dibs. Those are my Actually, most. Those, those are the most story. Batman books I have. I, I, I mean, because it was he fights like, every it, Batman villain up to the point he fights Bane. He's sick. He's friggin' exhausted, and then Bane fucks him up. Anybody want to try Great. to do the Bane impersonation from uh, the movies? I was gonna yes. try, but I don't want to ruin the show. <laughs> <laughs> Batman. Oh, okay, fuck it. All right, Bane Vengeance, uh, Vengeance of Bane special issue number one from 1992. 9.9 9 for 5K. All right, you know it couldn't be a shaker show without some fucking uh, Golden Age, right? 53. I love this. This is what we're talking about right here. You got some uh, pre cold horror because pre cold horror is one of the fastest growing investments because we're talking about. Crime Suspense Stories, number 17. Of course, this is a great EC book. 1953. Pre-Code Horror is one of the fastest-growing investment niches in comic book collecting. We feature many of the most popular or famous covers out of the high-demand category. But we still continue to be shocked at how far some of these covers push the subject matter. Case in point, this copy of Crime Suspense Stories, number 17, Featuring interior work by Frank Frazetta himself, yet Ooh. this classic suicide cover by artist Johnny Craig is the reason why a CGC 6.0 sold for a new high of $1,275 on the heels of a CGC 6.5 just a few weeks ago that went for uh, $1,320. These prices are three times the amount they were in 2019, surpassing prices that 9.0s were getting that same year. While censorship should never happen in this country, when you look at this cover closely, especially the top right corner, and think about how this book was marketed to children and set next to superhero <laughs> and Disney books, right? well, it's no wonder the comics code came about. Also, there's a little note in here. Uh, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 988, kind of like 911, but it's 988 for any kind of suicide prevention. If you have that out there, um, yeah. So, what did everybody think about this book? I love these 1953, crime though, man. Think that about that. This is on the wild. shelf. 1953. Wow. Five year old is flipping through Disney, <laughs> and right next to it, this guy's blowing his brains out on that. the cover. That is wild. Yeah. Little, little, little Jimmy brought this home and his mom looked at the cover and said, immediately, I need to call my senator or congressman again. You know? The best part is in the mirror where you get the suicide again in like a, the reverse format where you see it coming out. The oh, my God. You do. You see in the reverse yeah. format is blowing his brains out. Uh, and that poor so you girl. Get it twice like watching it. Yeah, it's like she's like, yeah. damn. Jeez. All right. So crime suspense stories. Issue number 17 from good old EC, 1953, 12.75 and 6.0. All right, what have we got up next? Well, let's fast forward to 2017, publisher Rats and Crows. Yeah, right? Derogatory Tales of Franklin and Ghost Number 1. Creator Garrett Gunn has created popular fan-driven comics with Warcorns, 
Good Boy, and Little Red Ronin. While not Garrett Gunn's first comic, Franklin and Ghost was his first passion project that he wrote for just himself. Yet shortly upon its release, it was quickly optioned and developed as an animated series, which just recently launched a trailer for the first season, voiced by Billy Bob Thornton and Sean Schemmel of Dragon Ball fame. This trailer has already moved copies at a high of $170 raw and $400 in a 9.8 of the hard-to-find self-published first print before it was picked up by Source Point Press. While the animated series does not have a current release date, a recent CBR article quoted Gunn saying in January 2023, we will be announcing more uh, info on how everyone can be a very special part of the Flanken and Ghost series that fans with season one info countdown at current 93 days left. So there you go. Um, uh, you're going to yeah, get some Franklin and Ghost. I need, I need proof this of life on this awesome. one. Yeah, I need I proof of life on this one there. if anybody's got Ain't nobody putting up ones on this one, Tim. No yeah. way. Proof <laughs> of life, and I will give you my soul. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's worth $666. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Moving from that, uh, let's get to some uh, other. This is probably my favorite cover uh, on this list. Uh, this, and uh, Ryan should you. appreciate this. Oh, yes. Yeah. This is, oh, wow. This is fantastic. That's great. Man. All right, next up, we've got Garbage Pail Kids Origins, issue number one, the Nat Jones Gotham City Comics zombie cover, limited to only 500 copies, just published recently from Dynamite Entertainment. Now, if you grew up in the 80s, Garbage Pail Kids were the best. For a kid-based trading card hobby, the characters were fairly violent and over-the-top. Most likely, one of the main reasons they've remained so fondly remembered now, with a resurgence of the Garbage Pail Kids to modern card collecting and incredible aftermarket prices for the original set, this brand is coming back in a big way. Dynamite recently launched a new comic series and featured homage covers based on the original cards. Now, while most remain relatively low-priced, this zombie version of Atom Bomb, or Blasted Billy to some, by artist Nat Jones sure took off in a big way, initially costing a mere 20 bucks. Copies are now selling for a raw FMV of 146 and a high of 225. Explosive, explosive indeed. Note Gotham City Comics notes the print run as 420. <laughs> <laughs> Yet the Garbage Pail Kids <laughs> license agreement site notes it as 500. So juvenile. <laughs> so There's juvenile. a Lords of the Long Box Garbage Pail Kid cover. There is. Yeah. Pretty there awesome. Is. Riding Ryan. The Garbage Pail yeah. Kids movie was uh, just as awesome as this cover. Yeah. I mean, this is perfect for a Halloween comic cover. Great. So, I love that. I mean, yeah, that is totally. too dope, man. Um, <laughs> it's it blows the mind. As, uh, it's as dynamite. Say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, we're halfway through here, boys and girls. So uh, take uh, five if you got them. And let's hear from our sponsor, My Slabs. Uh, tired of paying 10, 15%? Join the 1% revolution. The platform designed by collectors for collectors just got even better. MySlabs.com is proud to now feature dedicated sections for both raw cards and raw comic books. 
Browse over 100,000 slab collectibles, authenticated by the industry's most trusted grading companies. Then check out a massive selection of sealed wax and now raw singles and raw lots. Join a passionate, no-nonsense community of nearly 50,000 members and enjoy some of the best buyer and seller protection in the business. And as always, MySlabs offers one of the most disruptive pricing models in the hobby, with seller fees as low as only 1%. So the next time you're forced to pay 10%, 20%, or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com, the low-fee marketplace, by collectors, for collectors. All right, so Garbage Pail Kids Origins, number one. The Nat Jones Gotham City Comics limited only 500. I think here's another chance for get you on the board if you're really a hardcore um, fan of this Are you particular hardcore? franchise. Are you hardcore enough? Yes, G.I. Joe, right here, man. I'm embarrassed. I'm a huge Joe fan. I don't have this book, so I'm going to lay that on the line right now. But that's why I watch the show to find out about books I need to get. So anyway, G.I. Joe issue 113. Uh, as we all, all, all often mention, nostalgia is a huge factor in the comic book market. As kids of the 90s and 80s have grown and grown into grown-up money, I love that term, we've seen many uh, major sales of some key nostalgic books. This book is a perfect example. One of a now-revered G.I. Joe run that had the print run was slowly tapering off as it neared the end. As it neared the end. Uh, fans of the series had a special place in their heart for the subject of this book. The character Sneak Peek. And by the subject, we mean the subject of death. The issue saw the end of Sneak Peek after being pinned down with his fellow Joes, and a fan of the series felt they had to add this special issue to their collection. Um, as a forward operating reconnaissance specialist of the G.I. Joe outfit, Sneak Peek wasn't necessarily a favorite at the top of the list, but he still had his fans. One such fan dropped $2,520. For a CGC 9.8, just an astronomical amount for an issue of G.I. Joe, which actually ended at issue 155, which is very hard to find. Uh, we very never hard. see some high grades coming to the market, with the last reported sale of cover price database being a, um, for an 8.5 of $34. The sale had the perfect storm behind it to warrant such a high price. But hey, the death of a fan favorite, nostalgia, adult money. Makes all things possible, man. It's only alcohol, worth it. maybe. I don't know. You better throw some other shit in there. Yeah, uh, just a hint. Uh, hey, looks like some people are getting on the board with this. Uh, and a great uh, on the board with that. I have, I have this run. Yeah, uh, and just to foreshadow, there's maybe another G.I. Joe theme book on the list. What? Just to Ooh, you might throw get that out. Peak. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Hard, All right, uh, sit back and we're not, and uh, this is a long, long read. And uh, uh, Gabe has the uh, indubitable task of reading this, and we're just giving you the way the facts are yeah. on this book. Just the facts, man. Just the facts, man. Uh, is this pronounced Isom? 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 I think so. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So either way, <laughs> all right. So we're talking about uh, Isom number one from the Ripperverse comics. Uh, this is brand new, coming out recent from uh, in 2022. Uh, Isom may or may not be a title you've heard of, and if not, buckle in as there's some heavy political discussions in here that we'll present as straightforward as possible. Isom has had quite a journey over the past several months. One filled with success, excitement, anger, and some notable controversy. As a price guide, this book came into our awareness with a surge of huge sales this week. 
that were shaking up the comic book aftermarket. So our first question was, why? First off, this is a self-published title from creator Eric uh, July, a writer, musician, and content creator with a self-run campaign through his Ripperverse label. The initial goal was set at $100,000 uh, to produce the comic. Yet it surpassed that by more than 3,000% with a total of over $3.7 million raised by almost 43,000 wow. uh, contributors at a minimum of $35 for cover A. With three initial covers, this was a huge success for independent self-published comics. Yet, while this campaign was running, July's political stance as a self-described liberal, per the New York Post, came to light and sparked outrage against various sites, such as Reddit and CBR. As July stated on his personal webpage, I built a community of uh, liberty-minded people on a mission to spread liberty, speak out against nonsense, and work towards a more free and prosperous society. Wait, New wait, York wait, Post. Dave, before you continue, that I want to just yeah. correct it. It's a he's a libertarian, libertarian. There it is. Yeah, did I say liberal? Yeah. Oh, yeah, libertarian. Yeah, yeah. okay, perfect. Uh, per New York Post, <laughs> keep in mind, yeah, Big definitely difference. a different thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's all about com consumer com commerce, right? Uh, keep in mind that the New York Post is a conservative daily tabloid newspaper published in New York City. Eric, Ju Eric July started his own comic book company to counter what he saw as mainstream comics overt left-wing agenda. This positioned the book to be labeled as an anti-woke. While the book is reportedly not political, it's July's political stance that has fans divided. Flash forward to September 26, when the first day of fulfillment was announced and buyers began receiving their copies. Several instantly hit eBay with copies selling for $120. As debate once again sparked, aftermarket sales escalated to all new highs of $305 this week. Whether you're political, not political, middle of the road, this proves that controversy can surely move some comic books. So a $35 buy-in is could have got you a $300 less fees return. Yeah, interesting. Uh, I mean, it's amazing. It's self-published, and for what a hundred thousand dollars? Or I mean, he didn't use crowdsourcing, right? I mean, that's that's pretty amazing. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna get political because last time I did, I was. But I think who, it was crowdsourced. Um, I thought this went through like Indiegogo or something like that. Either yeah. way, it so raised three point five million dollars. Three point seven million from Indiegogo? No way. I believe that's what it's from. I don't know. And I don't. It's not in here. But I remember it's, it was some kind of. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Um, so yeah. I mean, a lot of this stuff is is from a certain faction of the comic book community. Um, you know that are you know that this that and the other. But there's there's a big following. Um, our our I would say. I don't know if it's big following or small following, but they're willing to shell out the ducats to get it. So it's a strong you know, following. Three point seven million seems pretty yeah. big. Yeah, exactly. So um uh there you Nate go. in the chat says no, he crowdfunded this on his own crowdfunded site. Okay, there you go. Okay. Yeah, so so uh, donations and stuff. 
Yeah. And well, shit, there's been some him, other man. books. Yeah. There's been some other books that, you know, were uh, self published that were, you know, because they didn't want to deal with Marvel and DC saying, you know, at one point they were just saying Marvel was too woke. Then they said DC was too woke. And then they said Image was too woke. So would they want to do their own comics? And so, hey, more power to you, man. If you can get it done, uh, I mean, the cover looks dope. I mean, because. Yeah. I, does anybody know what the story is actually about? No idea. Is there a number two? I mean, two? it's cool to see. See well, the, the comic is not politically motivated. No, not at all. I, at I'm all. just interested it's, to it's see just, what yeah. this is about. It looks, I mean, the art yeah. looks sweet. If you were to really see nice. the, the intersection of how politics and comics... Uh, in So people don't like it because they don't like his politics, his personal yeah. politics. But the book isn't a political book. Well, fucking get over it. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So <laughs> if you want to see something, um, Ethan Van Skyver, who is, you know, for what he is, he, he has his own YouTube channel, had Mark Brooks on there, and they went at it to the point Mark Brooks was like, Fiz- I, yo, I'll buy you a ticket to New York City Comic Con no and shit. I'll beat you up. Yeah, well, so hey, they were in the Peach uh, <laughs> Momoko line. Yeah, so go go check out, uh, I think it's uh, whatever Ethan Van Skyver's channel is, but a lot of people chimed in on it talking about it, you know, this, that, and the other, but, uh, you know, Apparently, uh, Mark Brooks was told this, that, and the other. So, it, it trust me, it, it's a rabbit hole. You go down, and it just makes you feel dirty. It's just like on both sides. It's just like, God damn, can't we just have, you know, cartoon picture books it, and not? It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, just comics in general. Yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations to this dude for yeah. ism number one, Reverse amazing. Comics, dude. Three hundred and five bucks for Raw Dogs and three point seven million in sales. Oof. Man, I need to make my own comic. I'm gonna call All it right. Jism. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Uh here's a six million dollar idea uh, right there. There you go. Uh here's another cool comic, and uh you'll recognize the uh album cover if you're pay it, if you're down yeah, with the if you're, if down. you're down with the funk. Uh, who who wouldn't recognize this if you were alive in the 80s? uh snake eyes and storm shadow number 19 and while almost homage covers seem uh to be released monthly now they were not as rampant a decade ago in 2012 idw released the rock tour homage covers and since their initial release many of them have gone on to be highly collectible and sought after these variants are tracked down from various reasons uh one being rarity this Purple Rain homage is one of the rarest of the bunch, rarely popping up for sale. Uh, the copy that sold this past week sold for $500 as a graded CGC 9.2 with the all-time high sitting at $1,800 for a CGC 9.6. For a quick rundown of the entire IDW Rock Tour variant set, you can go and check out the IDW Rock Tour article from 2020 on cbsi if you're interested that's pretty this cool man. you have this too? It seems like something actually, you would have i have actually two purple rain homages but not this one i have this the one dope. from bitter root and i have the batgirl one if you guys remember the batgirl one's two. awesome yeah yeah so bitter root also i i believe it's bitter root also did a yeah, it was bitter root one, yeah yeah so uh shit now i need the trifecta i need to get this too but uh yes <laughs> you gotta be linear you gotta get them all take it hey if you're playing at home take a shot auto said linear <laughs> i'm pretty sure during an auction he's going to be saying linear a lot too uh, so, well i got some linear sets 
Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow issue number 19, the retailer incentive variant from IDW back in 2012. Look at that. See, we pull things from everywhere. I hear maybe I think this is another chance for people to get on the board. um, I think this one, this is a one in 50. Yeah, we'll find Believe it or not, I've seen a lot of people post this. All right, next up, we've got Superior Spider-Man, issue number 17, the J.G. Jones, Spider-Man 29, 1 in 50 variant, originally published in 2013. Now, we covered this issue a few months ago when it hit a new high sale, and it's back on our radar after achieving another milestone. Recently, a CGC 9.6 topped out at $449, a respectable increase of $237 from its previous high sale of $212 in the same grade. This issue was hailed as the return of Spider-Man 2099 in comics, backed by popular demand and interacting with superior Spider-Man, Otto Octavius, a fan favorite. Now, Spider-Man 2099... Huh? Spider-Man 2099. I hear my name. Oh, and Otto. Every time you're Otto. <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man 2099 and Miguel O'Hara are fan favorite characters for many, and the excitement for his big screen adventures in Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse is palpable. With multiverse becoming a major player in the greater MCU, many wonder if Spider-Man 2099 will make his way to the main MCU continuity. Eyes on you, Sony. Until then, along with a big if, fans will have to settle for the animated outing, which certainly isn't a bad thing. While not a major or even a minor key in the eyes of many, this 1 in 50 cover from J.G. Jones absolutely nails the 2099 aesthetic, so many have come to love it. One such fan just had to add it to their collection, dropping dropping a nice stack of cash to make it their own. Yeah, I can't wait for that Spider-Man animated movie to come out. I mean, you know, uh, Spider-Man 2009, so so Spider-Man good. India. I mean, uh, Spider-Punk, ben Riley. Uh, you know, Ben Riley. Spider, Although Spider. Ben Riley, damn, Ben Riley has gotten more different character names than anybody I know. And what is he now? Is his name Chasm now? Is that is is uh, Chasm was a while ago, but I think they just came out again where he resurfaced as Chasm and he's like a villain or some shit. I mean, I was, I was reading up on it, but uh, yeah, we got Spider Man 2099, Batman 2000, or Batman Beyond. Let's, let's see it. Let's throw it out there, man. Superior, Superior Spider Man number 17, JG Jones. I just like saying that, Spider Man. Uh, uh, one in 50 variant. Uh, James from King of Golden State has the 9.80 says, Hey, James, I'm playing you tonight and uh, you're my fantasy matchup. And uh, we're we'll in your fantasy right now. Yeah, zero fucking zero is the score. Okay. Uh, All right. Um, let's get right to it. This one is a weird book. You may have it, but you know, I, if you're, if you're a Thor collector, you have it. Yeah. If you're, yeah. If, if you're a completist, yeah. A Thor 185 from 1971. That was a great year, right, Tim? An absolutely yeah, stunning sale. I, I, recently. Yeah, I was born. That's the kid was born too. That's right. Uh, an absolutely stunning sale recently came through for a beautiful CGC 9.6 copy of this book for an astronomical $1,100. Now, that may not sound uh, all that incredible in the greater scheme of things, but when the last sale in the same grade was $690 less than four months ago, we took notice. It's also impressive that there are only 10 in that grade on the CGC census, 
with an additional six uh, being of a higher grade. That's some slim pickings, and you may wonder what is significant about this book. Well, I'll tell you. It's the first appearance of Infinity and her defender, the Guardian. Infinity is the sister entity of Eternity, who some may remember showing up in Thor Love and Thunder. Both are the cohorts of the Living Tribunal, to a certain or a much less degree, and Kang the Conqueror. And if recent interviews and photos of Jonathan Majors are any indication, uh, it's that he will be really emphasizing the canker the uh, Kang the Cankerer part when he appears as Kang in the next Kang the Cankerer? Kang the Cankerer. <laughs> is that what I said? There's a lot of Kangs Kang in this, man. There's a lot of what Kankers. Are you about yeah, about really. Kang the Canker Sore. He's kissing the wrong people. Oh, yeah, really. Hey, listen, ahead, it's, 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 not a, it's not a Lord show. It's not an Ottoism, all right? So all right. Um, without the multiverse ever expanding, it will be interesting to see if Infinity has a greater influence in the future. Woo, that was a rough one. Woo. Yeah, I hope so, man, because, you know, the tapping into, I've always said they need to tap. Like, I didn't, I the cosmic side and the supernatural side of comic books, you know, specifically Marvel is my favorite. Right. Um, and we got that with Dr. Strange, but the cosmic side, you know, we got Eagle, the living planet, but then they kind of, he was the only one that was kind of powerful, but then, you know, like the collector and these other characters, there's a whole slew of like uh, elders of the universe that they could just go do awesome stuff with. But, you know, a little disappointed with James Gunn, how he did the, uh, um the collector and the grandmaster right that was the grand the grandmaster right um yeah yeah and the collector was uh you know uh the grandmaster was on the the thor film correct i'm, I'm trying to yeah the gardens of the galaxy yeah, yeah yeah and they're bro and they're actually brothers believe it or not so uh um, yeah but it would be awesome to see them in uh mighty thor 185 regular edition 1109.6 uh from october 2022 uh is the sale date um it would be awesome when they do um, sequel wars, which is inevitable, because in the series, I do believe they killed off the Beyonder race. Was that sequel wars? Am I tripping? No, yeah, yeah. The Beyonders killed off all the elders of the universe, you know, and just really wrecked shit. And it was it was a it was a good read, you know, for that part of it. But then it was kind of disappointing at the same time. So stick around, boys and girls. We're going to see what's shaking right now uh, while you guys are waiting. You know what? We didn't drop on you earlier. Uh, that's a tradition. You didn't get Jimmy Woo. Oh, shit. I don't oh, know. You missed you. Yeah, man. So let's, that's right. Let's, 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 yeah, let's get a little Jimmy while, and make it a seamless transition by playing Jimmy in between. There we go. There we go. The baddest on the microphone apparatus is here. When I rock a rhyme, often eyes are dropping a tear. The what? baddest what on happened? the microphone apparatus is here. When I rock a rhyme, often eyes are dropping a tear. It's so beautiful, it's America's landscapes when this man makes lyrics like the syrups that you pour upon your pancakes. My mandate is to grip minds like a handshake. Spit Orlando Lakes and go skinny dip with the fan base. Over any damn breakbeat, I hastily make pastries tastier than anything that Wolfgang makes. So take notes out of suckers, I make coats, lump of some like Bubba Gump fishing on lake boats. I take jokes and turn the comedy into drama. I'm bagging on your mama. I'm Jeffrey Dahmer behind you. I'm a rhyme writer. Lock, stock, smoking the ganja. Rebuttals, befuddle, leaving a puddle of saliva, sillies. You couldn't handle Randall when I throw my grammar at you. It hit your head and you would think I threw a hammer at you. I point the camera at you like Herb Ritz. Develop it, then use the pictures to pick up bird shits. 
You're nervous as the impervious wordsmiths hanging out in Rafa's new crib come with the verses. Boom! Seamless seamless transition. (laughs) All right. uh, This is uh, the Cover Price website. Uh, If you uh, sign up uh, or join Check out Tuesday show. You can win a six month full blown subscription and you can see all this stuff too. Uh, and you can see the top 10, the movers, uh, and you get to see all of them. Uh, and the shakers, there's normally like uh, 50 of them. But if you do, if you have the limited account, I think you only see like uh, 10 of them. So if you already have a full price cover price membership, they will add on the additional six months to it. So if you have a year, it'll you'll have another six months added on Ooh, to it so uh nice. yeah so uh there's that man so make sure you peep out i will drop the link in the uh video of the can you do that for me jb uh find the video and then drop yeah. it in the live chat so people can uh participate uh here we go let's see what's shaking today boys and girls oh look at that i got two and then Lee showing off again. Look at that. God damn this book, man. <laughs> I sold my I, I always complain about this book. Yeah. I sold my nine eight signed by Greg Land. Um, I, you know, I made a, a good chunk of change, but I mean, come on now. Sure. Four thousand for writing nine, that book. Eight four thousand four hundred for a nine eight. Four thousand for nine point six. You want to see what a nine point eight goes? Yeah, it was right four, up there. Thirteen grand, yo. Was the highest known? Holy shit! What, what was the highest value? Oh, that was the most recent sale. Yeah, that was the most recent. Okay. Worth my night getting some love. I don't have a nine point four, but uh, my I do believe mine is double signed. Uh, my Roy Thomas and somebody else. Well, show up so, to our auction on Saturday, and you might be able to own one yourself. I'll post oh, one. Not for me, maybe for you. Oh, hold on to buy, man. It has craziness. So I like how beat up value, the cover is on the, on the highest no value is 12 grand and a 9.6 from August 4th. Uh, so, uh, October 12th, somebody got a steal. Wait. Yeah, 9.6. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, a higher bump in value, but uh, great book. Love the frame covers. Love anything horror. Um, let's see what else is going on. Ah, forget you, Hulk 181. We Nothing of you already. Uh, good old Ghost Rider. This is Marvel Spotlight number five. This is right around my wheelhouse, too. I think I have this a... This book is still ready to explode. Wait yeah, for it. Really yeah. Mm-hmm. 2100 for a 6.0 sold in October 12th, 2022. All right, I'm right uh, under astronomical $264,000. Remember that heritage auction where it was mm-hmm. just mind boggling that. how much it was sold for? 9.8 back in 2021, so for $264,000. That is a lot of McRibs. Uh, we can't have a shaker show without looking at some goofy golden age uh, Batman covers, man. Let's see. Especially yellow covers. I had that book. That's uh, Batman doesn't have a logo on his chest. Yeah, uh, look, oh, at look at that. Look at that. Big brains on yeah, Brad. Right? Look at the leg muscles yeah. on Robin. Too. That's cool. I've never yeah. seen that before. Robin is getting yoked there in his uh, bikini yeah, he's shorts. Yeah, thick legs, dude. He's not yeah, skipping he leg day. Leg day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Batman uh, issue number five, 1941, a 2.0 for, for, sold for 1876. I always like to see what the highest known values are. 9.6 for 33 grand seems like a steal to me for Batman. Number <laughs> wow, five. Three. A 9.6 for a book from 1941. That's a time machine book again. Yeah, that is. Look at that, that action is. comics. 
uh, which one? The this Supergirl, one? right there. Yeah, the Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love that book. That book's been alluding. First appearance of Supergirl and Metallo. Boom. Yeah. This is Action Comics two fifty two. Sold that one recently. Sixteen hundred. I hate it when it's like a double first appearance and it's like one like kind of cool character like Metallo and then one super massive like first appearance. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> double spec. Highest known value is forty five grand back in two thousand and fifteen for a nine point two. Good lord have mercy. There's the dude blowing his brains out on on the cover for all the kids out there. Uh, Moko. This is the X-Men Eternals Judgment Day cover from Pichamoko. One in 1,000, yo. First appearance of Bloodline, the daughter of Blade. You watch it. Don't sleep on that book, yo, because, you know, Blade movie, bound to come out. Nine ninety five for a 9.8. Sooner or later. Blade coming out. She, Everyone's man, quitting. The, so back, I think, in 2017, they announced the daughter of Blade at San Diego Comic-Con in, that was going to be in a comic, and it never happened. It never came to fruition. Uh, but, you know, but you know, with the Blade movie getting delayed, who knows? Maybe so check it, out man. that Batgirl. That's the original OG Batgirl right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Class the one with the red dress. Don't worry, Batgirl. We'll save you. Now, when I turn this dial, the electronic ring will tighten about you and you'll be doomed. <laughs> Those crazy lightning bolts. <laughs> uh, Batman, first appearance of Batgirl, Betty Kane. So uh, 1026 for 6.5 seems like a pretty good deal to me, actually. For I have a raw dog of this season. one. There you go. It, Ryan's going to be selling it. No, um, not this one. <laughs> no. But I will have a first oh. appearance of... Yeah, I saw that famous funnies. That looks awesome. Kinkerer. Oh yeah, famous funnies featuring our friend G Buck, uh, Buck Rogers, Frank Frazetta, Buck Rogers cover. Look at that's a Frazetta cover. Interesting. From nineteen fifty four, nine hundred dollars in a raw, uh, raw uh, good condition, meaning one point five to two point five. That is dope. Mm -hmm. Anytime you get Frazetta, hey, I got this. Um, this is the first appearance of Sabra Raw for fifty dollars and a fine. Man. Two hundred dollars and nine point eight. Our book wow. has room to grow, I do believe. Hey, I got this. Eight hundred dollars for that. <laughs> hey, I got this. Hey, I got this. Hey, I got this. Hey, I hey, I got that. Check out that boom. <laughs> That's a sweet book right there, man. Yeah. Although Legend of Black Adam Wouldn't... and a nine point six sold for six twenty five. Highest known value twenty eight hundred. Um, yeah, so when he comes That's on, such a strange oh. book. That is a strange book. So, I have right. this, it's beautiful, it's like a 9 0 guaranteed. But someone ripped out the friggin' ad inside. So oh, like, so that makes it a 2.5. It makes it green. 2.5. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you out. do a uh, uh um, I did a comic book chronic uh, back issue? I did, I did. on the old channel the that got deleted. What's that? Do was a it's like a fan magazine. No, I said, what was the next cover called... on the foom? Oh, oh. oh okay. Friends of old Mary Marvel. Oh, Apparently, cool. that number two has a uh, prototype of Wolverine in it. Yeah. You know? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's a really cover. weird thing. He's like he's like a cyborg or something weird. I need yeah. to send the next time Stranko has a signing in your side of town, Otto. I got to send this book to you. Oh yeah. For sure. He does. He, he travels pretty well. He, he seems uh, to do it a lot on auto side, though. I don't yeah, know. He does. Favorites he does. of all time. X Men. Favorite cover right there. First appearance of yeah. Phoenix. Look at that. That is 
dope. I had one. I got rid of it. It was super faded. Six hundred dollars oh. and an eight point five. That's I'm a, super wow. faded. I just love seeing Cyclops swallowing all that sea. That was a bad you know, cover. I just want to <laughs> Gabe, that's funny. There's a UK uh, Pence variant too. Price variant. Would you look at that? Yeah, ten pence. Ten pence, mate. Hello. Can I have another? Hello, Governor. Hello. <laughs> Highest known value, 9.2. So, hey, man, those, you know, 10, 15 years ago, nobody gave a shit about foreign variants. So, um, speaking of which, I have a saga number one Mexican version uh, that will be up for auction. Uh, stick with everyone's dropping what's up for auction. Make sure you uh, see simple. The four slabs behind me are going to be up for auction. Oh, that Kazar is great. Suspense, that, oh, yeah. And Kazar. Look at that. With and Sabu. Sabu. Yeah. Oh man, that is dope. Astonishing Tales number 13. First cover appearance of Man Thing. I did by the way, everybody that. in the chat, really? make sure you're following TiVo on, on Instagram because he's dropping some Halloween comic covers that you've got to check out. A lot of the guys on the chat are dropping some Halloween comic covers. So make sure you're following us on the yeah. on the Instagram oh, and yeah. social media. Oh, go to that yeah. uh, the unseen. Oh, that's cool. Your grave is ready. Look, oh, look at that. What year just come on? 1953. Yeah, pre-code horror. Oh, man. That's Damn a Pieta cover, too, right? That looks Ooh. like a... The what? a you know, the, the type of covers where the guy's holding it's a Pieta. Is that what they call it? A, I, I think so, but not in this in not in this co- uh, pose. There's a it's a very pose. I thought it was, pose. they were laying yeah, across. Yeah. Your I know arms. what you're talking about though. It's it's like a, a damsel in distress pose. This this chick is just straight up knocked out, and <laughs> oh, zombie dead. basalt dude is about to just tear shit up because that's definitely <laughs> not basalt. normal. Yeah, that dude is tra- tripping. Um, eighteen hundred uh for is the highest known value five thirty nine and a five point oh. I'm telling you, people are just going after these uh fucking um. Horror comics, man. I want to get into cool. these pre-code horror and crime books because they're just so they're so this fun. This weird, down. Oh, that remastered one five hundred. Yeah. yeah, Venom number one, topping fallen remastered one in five hundred. Wow, I have never seen this. Wait, that's, no is that homaging the three sixteen, which will be available for sale on Saturday? So, no, these yeah, basic, uh, remasters, uh, they took an yeah. image from the inside and made it the cover. So Marvel <laughs> like basically panel, half a panel. Yeah, so Marvel took. Todd's internal art and made covers out of him. Uh, and Todd was none too happy with it. So. Yeah, I think some of these he he won't sign. I, there's a there's a list of books that he won't sign. Oh I think it might be man, he's like they didn't pay me for this. Too. I ain't yeah, signing. Any artist that does American that, it's kind of like, come on, man. Uh, you know, come on, just sign it. You know, jeez. Especially if uh, I'm gonna pay uh, for hold, it. Hold on, go to that All American Comics 23, man. Ah, good old Green Lantern, old school yeah. Green Lantern. That's old school. Scott Allen. Comics number. 23 scott allen 480 this ring doesn't work 2.0 for a 2.0 isn't that weird that his power his like kryptonite is wood uh, yeah yeah where whereas the current green lanterns is it's like the color yellow it's uh-huh. the most which is kind of ironic ever. if you look at his crotch on the cover yeah um I have this too, War Machine. This is, I think, grossly underpriced. I think that's um, very long. Well, it's I a strange book, though, too, because this is the first appearance of the War Machine armor, right? And it's not even like yeah. Rhodey in it until like way yeah. later. So this is one of those things where it's a. Uh, there's also the first appearance of Rhodey, the first appearance of War Machine. Um, so you first know, appearance of Rhodey in the War Machine when he takes exactly. the main War Machine. There's like three or four different like War Machine like first that you can hunt yeah. down. Yeah, 
Good old Poison Ivy. But uh, we want to see this Transformers number two. Yeah, this Transformers is interesting. Nice. I wonder what's making it go up. I wonder if it's because of the movie or, or something like that. Because this is the first appearance of uh, the Devastator, which is like, yeah. the coolest Transformers. Devastator. Yeah, so hopefully Hasbro the gets their balls. stuff together and uh, creates the uh, Hasbro cinematic universe. Uh, G.I. Joe know. mask. Transformers. Yes, G.I. Joe. Oh, uh, I've been specking on G.I. Joe versus uh, Transformers for a while because that's the first time they have ever met. So it says it's a hot book. So you see what that little indicator is right there. So uh, there you go, man. All right. That. That's it. That's what's shaking the day, boys and girls. But I think uh, some of our panelists got some shit to show. Who wants to be first? Gentlemen, I'm going to bow out if you don't mind. I got to be up early, but uh, I'm dropping my own preview video on 3MIB so you can check that out. But JB is dropping the heat. I got to leave when he drops that book that big, guys. We're, thank you very much. Great to see everybody. We're, we're dropping heat <laughs> on Saturday. He's Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. These are all coming for sale on Saturday, folks. Oh, we're dropping heat on Saturday, folks. Whoa. Dropping it. Make sure you now, come. are these going to be auctions? Or come PayPal it? ready. Um, I'm going to have, we'll, we'll do a mix of a little bit of both, mostly buy it nows, but you know, hey. It depends on how saucy we get. We might be uh, we might be swinging I'm, some deals. Yeah, I'm gonna do all right. I'm too, going but... after some big books. So if you have that big book, maybe we'll make a trade. The drunker and higher we get, or I get, yeah, yeah. I thought I was doing some crazy shit out there. No, I was bringing real crazy shit because I okay. need to get rid of some stuff. All right, what do but... you got? So that. Oh, Ooh, nice. That's nice. Good grade. So, Mariner number one. Well, now. That'll First appearance of War by Night 7.0. Whoa, Woo. now. Book is on fire. That'll be up. First appearance of Thunderbolts in a 9.8. Damn, son. Oh, my son. God. Bring it. Bring it. This is the uh, French variant. Delato. Nice. If you like French books. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I'm Draw me like one of your French ladies. Draw me like the Frenchman. Oh, Ooh. subtle Titanic reference. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. Not in here, mister. This is in shape. Right, are these slow. all buy it now? These, these are all going to be auctions. Auctions? All yeah. auctions? Starting yeah, at a buck each. First ISIS. <laughs> Good. Damn. Lord. Second Damn. Green, Lantern, Green Goblin. And this is probably, I don't know if I should do it as a set or if I should just do them one. Of, you know, I'll do them one. Individually. Time. Individually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sets never work out in general. Exactly. Always individually. So, yeah. Wow. Got some and then these are probably going to be by it now. There's oh Kang. In the Holy cow. Kang the canker sword. Jesus, did I know you were stacking <laughs> Kang the canker sword. And then this is a Canadian variant. 9.8. Oh, yeah, look this up online. It's going to be up for sale for sure. So easily over a four figure, a four figure. This is, right is going to be Dark Side Jedi's price. auction, man. <laughs> this is and he's crushing that one, too. And the 98 Secret Wars 98. 8. Look at that. Bro. Woo. So come Ryan's Saturday, DC tell your friends. Yeah, if if we don't have a good turnout, I'm not going to put these books oh. up. All right. So. We'll, we'll bring in some of these. <laughs> huh? we'll I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I'm not going to do We're going to have to step up the game now. Here's some stuff. Yeah, dude. I'm ready. I need to get rid of some stuff. Ryan raised the bar. First printing. Tick. I love that book. Oh. Dude. That's a beautiful book. 
Uh, Tick is such very a great rare character. Men in Black, first appearance of the Men in Black in comics. Oh, that's cool. Um, as before mentioned, Saga number one, the Love Mexican it. edition. Such a good, such a good read. That whole also, series. Pretty rare. Uh, J.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit comic. Ooh, I mean, wow. That's I'm beautiful. Sure some rare stuff. Wow, look at that. Man, you made you, everybody in the chat. Make sure you tune in. Of also, the Punisher miniseries. Uh, so, oh, Circle uh, of Blood, the Mike Zek stuff. Yeah, great cover. I had that cover of number one on my wall as a poster for like years as a kid. I love that. Yeah, book. Um, and I still have to go through some stuff. I'm gonna have some slabs for sale too. Um, maybe this Gun Honey uh, that everybody digs. Um, let me see what else. Oh, that's Chris, look how big those guns are. Why, thank you. All right, uh, that's it, boys and girls. So make sure you guys tune in on um, Saturday. I think it's at 4 p.m. Pacific that we're going to go uh, live with the auction. Uh, for those who don't know, I meant, you know, uh, we take PayPal. Some will take other things. Uh, we typically PayPal. go for two hours sometimes three hours it's it's just going. fire it's... on top of fire nobody's brain yeah. is going to come up with any dollar book to say <laughs> that it's yeah. gonna be fire. Yeah. all thriller what, no filler it's not a whatnot sale it's not a youtube table it's good old <laughs> old school youtube live Big auction how we used Major to do keys. um also uh post a link in the live chat there um Click on that if you to join the 1,000 viewer subscribe uh, contest. Thank you all for getting us to 1 million views on awesome. the Lords of Channel. And we're going to give Congrats. away uh, cover price co memberships and maybe some comics and uh, some other things. You never know, man. So uh, that's the way the wind blows. Any last words, guys? Show no, up on awesome. Saturday. Yeah, hope to see you guys. <laughs> yeah. I hope Saturday, I get the nice big you know, Or, you know what? If you, if I, I always got. Um, my slabs i could put them up on my slabs there you go but hey man this way you don't have to deal with any fees or anything i don't want to deal with PayPal and and our deal with my homies in the chat give them Whatever. a good deal on books that may otherwise be unobtainable so there you go so there you go that's the fire boys and girls uh look follow our instagrams uh we'll try to be posting some more yeah the halloween uh, covers follow the instagram saturday the halloween covers for Halloween covers and both what books will be auctioning off. Uh, if you yep. have any requests for something, then you know, drop us a line in the comment section below I mean, or and on Instagram. I got some books I could definitely I'm ready to get rid of 75% of my stuff. He so. is hordastic. I'm ready. All right, boys and girls. <laughs> I'm ready for the apocalypse. You. If it goes down, I've got some comics. <laughs> at least i can build a house out of my book. We will see you guys Saturday at 4 p.m. Pacific for the uh <laughs> annual well quarterly awards of the long box. You do it twice a year, right? Black Friday? No, sometimes. And... We definitely do it on Black Friday. Yeah. Uh, but this time we're doing it here for call us, uh, you know, our pre-Halloween sale. We this just, is that we haven't done it in a while sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People have been asking about it and people don't want to do a whatnot or eBay or whatever. Hey, we'll hook you up, man. So for the rest of the crew and TiVo, this is TiVo saying keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out.